Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Skip the Snooze with Gathering Students. I'm Sadie, your host. And I'm Martin. And today is December 6th, which means today we are celebrating National Microwave Day and National Put-on-Your-Own-Shoes Day on the obscure national holiday calendar. Since you were, like, four years old, has anybody put on your shoes a single day of your life? Um, yes, actually. I, <laughs> yes. No, I've this made... Recently? Yes. I've made my friends put my shoes on for me. <laughs> Sadie, we're going to talk about love next um. week, so we'll, we're going to save that. But Okay. Do you want to share any more about that story? Like, um, on, a, on, well, a, on a scale of 0 to 10, how smelly were the shoes at the time? No, I, I don't think they were that smelly, but... um. I was getting ready and I was I was late and my friend was like, you know, come on, Sadie. And I was like, well, put on my shoe for me. That was the thing that you yeah. thought will make this go faster. Yeah, because I was like doing other stuff as she was like tying up my shoe. People don't don't do that <laughs> any day. But of all the days, please, she was a really good friend for that. Please don't let somebody else put your shoes on today. I did some research on this and there's like there's no like special meaning. It's just a day to put your own shoes on. Yeah. That feels like every day. Um, you know what? I think every day needs to feel special somehow. Well, it's also microwave day. It is microwave day. And just think about like without microwaves we wouldn't have hot pockets. Without microwaves we wouldn't have microwave popcorn. And where would the world be? Where would the world be? No, and also like leftovers. Like, I seriously use a microwave every single day because I warm up leftovers. I'm just saying, like, you, I think you could do leftovers, like, on the stove or in the oven, but... Okay, yeah, but... but hot Pockets, which you, I guess you could do in the oven, but who wants to wait more than 90 seconds for a Hot Pocket? Right. There's no chance it's worth waiting. We gotta be more appreciative of our kitchen appliances. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe next week we're gonna come back to this question, but I want you to think, like, if you were a kitchen appliance... What kitchen appliance best encapsulates Sadie? Don't answer. Like we'll we'll come back to this next week. But okay, think about, like, I'll think about it. If you're listening, think about which kitchen appliance you are. And with that, welcome again to Skip the Snooze, a podcast here to help you connect your faith with your everyday lives and to fill the gap from Sunday to Sunday. We believe that faith is something that impacts all 168 hours of our weeks, and we want to be a place where you start your day off on the right foot. We'll be here every Monday to share a little bit of whimsy and wonder about what God is doing in our lives. And every week, we'd love to start our weeks with you. So, Sadie, it's December. Yes. Which means Santa's coming. <laughs> yeah. Buddy the Elf is more excited than I am, but, like, I'm right behind him. You can't see me, listeners. Like, I'm... Santa is coming! <laughs> I can definitely see you being Buddy the Elf to make of that <laughs> but uh so it's christmas month it's christmas season this is my favorite season i'm we're doing this and i'm drinking hot chocolate because it feels christmasy Sadie, what's your favorite christmas song um i've thought about this and definitely the taylor swift um christmas tree farm so we posted our instagram story last week like asking people what their favorite christmas oh song i saw was. that yeah more than half like maybe 70 percent were Christmas Tree Farm. Yeah. It's a really good song. It's also Taylor Swift. So how could you go wrong with that? 
there's there's some real truth in that. <laughs> um, Sarah, so do you have a Spotify Christmas playlist you listen to? Um, no, but I do have one that is like Spotify made. Yeah, and it's like the Christmas like pop hits. Mm-hmm. So it has like Kelly Clarkson and like Ariana Grande. Kelly like Clarkson Christmas albums might be the best Christmas yes. albums. Yes, no, and also um, Sia. Yes, she has the best Christmas album. Really? Yeah. Things I didn't know. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening, we're going to drop, uh, I have a Christmas playlist that's not as good as that one Spotify made, but we're going to drop uh, a link to my Christmas playlist and Sadie's preferred Christmas playlist mm-hmm. in the show notes that you should definitely listen to. But it is week two of Advent. Last week you weren't here, Sadie, but... Sorry about that. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it was not as good. The show was missing that that pizzazz. But it's, it's week two of Advent which are the weeks that are leading up to Christmas. We celebrate at church, and uh, if you, like, yeah, there are a lot of churches who have, like, the wreaths with the, the candles in them, the purple and the pink candles, and you light the, the middle one on Christmas Eve. But each week of Advent, there's kind of a different uh, a theme or, or, like, focus, and week two, our, our focus is peace. Last week was hope. This week is peace. As we already mentioned, next week is love. Love looks like putting your friend's shoes on for them to help them when they're behind. But it's true. Say, when you think of peace, what do you think of? It's like um, a big question, but like, yeah, when you think of peace, what comes to your mind? Um, I think of that feeling of like after a long week of finals and then mm. it's like the first like few minutes after school ends where it's like, you have a full break, like either either it's summer break or it's winter break, and like you absolutely have nothing like weighing you down anymore because mm. you've done everything, and then it's like it's very peaceful, and then you can like relax, like actually relax and not have to worry about anything like w- like hanging over you. Just everything is right in the world. Mm-hmm. Or just like the beach think of the beach just just like peaceful laying. calm serene mm-hmm. the ocean waves mm-hmm. i don't love the beach really yeah the beach does not feel peaceful to me it's oh the yeah opposite. no the beach is very peaceful for me just so hot and sandy you're going to the wrong beaches maybe it just seems like they're not the place to go when i think of peace i <laughs> think of the movie miss congeniality where uh Every like contestant in the beauty pageant gets asked, like, uh, if you could have one thing, what would it be? And just literally everybody says, world peace. It's just like the answer that you're supposed to give a beauty pageant's prelim, like world peace. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to think about peace in like the big global, I hope all the countries are playing nice and love each other. But uh, in... In the Bible, like whenever peace gets used, especially in the Old Testament, it, it comes from the word shalom. And uh, shalom is this interesting word because it's a Hebrew word. And we translate it peace, but like it's heart. Shalom kind of means what you were describing with like the post, uh, the post exam feeling. We're like just. I'm every- just looking forward to that day. It's like it's like a week and a half away. It's coming. No, it's like three weeks. Yeah. It's a sadder story. I'm going to drink yeah. some more hot chocolate. <laughs> it's really sad. Um, I really am drinking hot chocolate. I No, but I think um, it's like the idea that like where everything fits. Like if, if the world were a puzzle, 
shalom, this idea like peace is like everything fitting in exactly where it's supposed to be and together and in harmony. And uh, so I was thinking about peace earlier this week, or I guess today is Monday, but earlier last week. And uh, there's a moment where Jesus says, blessed be the peacemakers. It's like, that's one of the first things he says. And uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, what does it mean to be a peacemaker? Because I think about, like, I feel like a peace watcher or a peace receiver. Like, I hope there's peace in the world. But like, what does it mean to be a maker of peace? What does it mean to be like a maker of shalom, like helping the world fit together? Sadie, what's it mean to be a peacemaker? I think it means like, I don't know. It feels like, it's like, that feels like so much edgier than like doves and like be nice and happy with one another. Like, like it's hard because in times that aren't peaceful, yeah, you have to make your own peace. Yeah, and no, it's, I think it's super real. And it's really, really hard to do that, I think. Yeah, For I th- me. No, I think that's real. Like, it's easy to feel peaceful at the beach or when exams are over. It's less easy at 10 p.m. the night before your math exam when there's no peace because everything is out of order. Right. Or just, like, any time during the school year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, in a, like, friend crisis or, like, if... Mm-hmm. People are spreading rumors about you. Like, that was always the example I thought of when I was in school. Like, oh, I hate all of you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's like the opposite. I was <laughs> anti-peacemaking. I wanted to kill peace. And I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about this idea. Like, am I a maker of peace or am I like a hoper of peace? And I'd like to be a peacemaker. Like, I'd like to encourage people. I'd like to be a positive influence in the world and not simply like a bystander. Like the idea of like, are you helping transform the world or simply being a part of it? Mm. I like this idea of like peacemaking has gotten me. I don't want to be a peace watcher. I want to be a peacemaker. Yeah. I think also it's hard to know. Well, this might be off topic. I don't know. Um, But I think it's also hard because when I think of like being a peacemaker or like keeping the peace it's, like, associated with, like, not being confrontational. Yeah, that's right. And so, like, sometimes, like, that can either be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, it's, like, in, like, personal relationships, like, maybe it can be good to not be confrontational. But, like, what happens if, like, being confrontational is hopefully leading to more peace in a big picture? Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, like, there are times in confrontation... Even in the moment, if it's not peaceful, like, the, the hope is that, like, it's leading to peace. Yeah. I hate confrontation. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's like my nightmare. Weekly Challenge. Every morning, well, every morning, but every Monday, we're going to have a challenge here for the week. Something to help you live out the same we call following Jesus. And with the theme of the week being peace, the challenge is... Kind of what I was just talking about, like, to hold your tongue. And, yeah, sometimes, like, confrontation is good. Sometimes confrontation needs to be honest and fair. But I know that might sound a little silly or different, but it's just so easy to respond to something in uh, in anger 
and like to see a post or to hear someone say something and just like want to snap at them. And we're not we're not talking about that like fighting injustice or fighting violence. Like obviously something needs to be spoken up about that. But but if you're angry with someone, being willing to like bite your tongue for a second to like take ten seconds and like deescalate and take deep breaths and like even if it's just in you to be a peacemaker. Um, there's just one announcement this week. On Sunday night, it's the big Thrive and Engage Christmas party. Christmas! Um, photo booths, cookie decorating contest, mm-hmm. giant reindeer games, ugly sweaters, a catered dinner, white elephant. Just bring a wrapped present and a friend, and we'll see you on Sunday night from 5 to 7.30. Do you remember the best thing you've gotten at one of those parties? Um, I've gotten a pretty significant Starbucks gift card and Ooh. I used it a lot. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think there was also one year where I got, um, like a big thing of chocolate. Yeah. I definitely ate that whole thing, but. Good. Um. As you should. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. There was a year that Jude went home with a live goldfish. And <gasps> last time I heard it was still. No, I remember still that. Still alive. Yeah. Still there. Still with us. I don't know if it's been a couple months, but... No, I need to ask him about that. You do. Maybe you can report back. <laughs> I will. I will. I think that's it. Oh, that's yeah. Got. That's it for this episode of Skip This News. Um, we'll see you back next week. And just like your parents, we hope you have a great day at school today. And remember, don't forget to turn in your homework. <laughs>